but so like locking arms just seemed low key kind of like a cop out. Like we not necessarily nail it, so y'all can't get mad. Plus, where was this a year ago when Colin Kaepernick was getting all the hate and I don't know. Players we were talking about that earlier. Like we were like, uh, Kaepernick did this shit a long ass time ago. Like, him, like, it was like I remember him and like, but that was like a thing. It was like two other players for the Broncos that did it, and they lost sponsorships and all kind of shit. And a whole year later, now Trump is what Trumpito is wilding out on social media. First, it's fucking weird that our president tweets that much. Like I feel like. He should not be tweeting more than J. Cole. Are you surprised, though? But he tweets more than rappers. Are you like, surprised, though? His Twitter fingers be on this man fleek, though. Like thrives on reality TV. Like, he tweets more than J. Cole. Like, what? why? Like, like, he tweets more like, than I do. Like, you have to think, but I'm not surprised. This is the same dude that fucking had a fucking reality TV show. What president do you know? How often do you sit back and be like, damn. Trump's really the president, bro. Like, I think once every two or three weeks, I'll be like, "This nigga's really the president." Like, that's he's just ridiculous. wild as hell, yo. He's like, one, I was talking to one of my students, and they was like, "They said, well, it's just crazy because now it's not like all this police brutality has always been around." I'm like, I forgot that I'm talking to a 20 year old, and you don't know something unless someone smacks it right in your face, and you don't believe it to be true. So that's when I was like, I'm done talking about this. Yeah, to they did not teach that shit anymore in history class. Did they ever teach? Not really, but I don't we know. You from Atlanta, it. so you from Atlanta? I they mean, may have taught that it. in class. Well, no, I mean, my dad kept us really educated on. Y'all was stuff wearing like that, those long tube socks in Atlanta. What the hell does it have to do with the and education? Y'all was learning about long tube socks in class and police brutality in Atlanta. That's what they taught in the Atlanta. Education system. Are you done? Correct. Wow. In Louisville, we was learning about Grippos, Big Red, police brutality, Indies, and how Colonel Sanders stole his recipe from a black woman. Like, that's what everybody used to say. They were like, bro, don't believe no Colonel Sanders. He stole that KFC recipe from a black woman. And I mean, how many white men you know can fry some chicken like that? Like, I don't know any white man that can fry chicken. See? Stay woke, bro. But I will tell you that the dude... It, well, never mind. No comment. What? Well, one of my season ticket holders... If you say something crazy, I can edit it out. No, it's fine. Oh, one okay. of my season ticket holders is John Rivers, the guy that owns Four Rivers. Damn, for real? And his barbecue is What the fuck? <laughs> His barbecue is good. See, there's a difference though. White people can barbecue though. Well, yeah. White well, no, I was just barbecue. I was just speaking on because that's the only white man that <laughs> barbecue. Tony on, Romas. Actually. Who? Tony Romas. Is that just the Louisville thing or no? What is that? I don't it's know. a barbecue place in Louisville. No, I don't know. Any, I don't know. You know Tony Roma. I was there for four years. I don't know. <laughs> it's a. I guess it's supposed to be kind of a. Like a classier, a little bit pricier barbecue. Oh, yeah, I ain't go. I ain't heard it. <laughs> the hell? How, barbecue can't be classy or just That's what I always do. That's what I always do. So, what are they like? It's messy. What are they like? Probably. Eating pulled pork sandwiches with a I got a, home, I got a homeboy that eats his chicken wings with a fork and knife. 
see, the only time that I feel like that's acceptable is, is if you're ever? like on like a if you're like on a date or something, and that nigga take you to fucking nah. wing stop or some but shit, and you want to be cute on a first date, and it's hot and, and it's hot as hell. How it's often? different when a girl does it and when a guy does it. If, a, if often, I ever see a dude do that, but how often are you on a date and you gotta be cute? Like, is it like it's gonna be early on though? Like, it's going to be early on. So, I feel like if you're trying to be cute and not be messy, you wouldn't order chicken wings. I mean, if a bitch wants some chicken wings, she wants so, some chicken wings. So, I feel like it's on the first where date, it's at, though. If you're it on depends. the first date. If you're on well, the first then date. That, well, then that would, also, that would also say a lot about the guy. Because if she goes, if she if y'all go somewhere and she wears chicken wings, that depends on the restaurant. She ain't gonna go to no fucking Longhorns and order chicken wings. Well, I mean, a lot of places got chicken wings. I'm just saying. They do, but... A lot of nice places got chicken wings. What nice places got chicken wings? Shit, Harry's is nice. They got chicken wings. Yeah, but I don't have to get all fancy to go to Harry's either. How many first days you have to get fancy or just nice? Is this about to stop recording? Why did it end it? That's weird. Okay, we'll just keep talking about first date food then. What's the... Best thing to eat on a first date. What if it's a blind date? A salad. A salad is always safe. What about a burger? See, I think it depends on the chick. Because I don't give a fuck. I'm going to eat whatever. If I'm hungry, <laughs> first of all, it's a date. I don't got to pay for it. So I'm going to get... Tacky. I'm going to get what I want. So I'm either going to get a steak or if I'm really hungry and I feel like eating something greasy, I'll get a burger. Will you really get... If it's a first date... Uh, Real life, okay. being very Isn't honest. Isn't like a first date where you've known the person and they asked you on the date, or is it somebody that you just like okay, met? See, yeah, that's two different things. Because if I like, let's go out or whatever, you ain't gonna care how you look when you eat food in front of me. Well, that's why I asked. But, so if it's like, so a, that's, like a first no, no, date where you like on, you blind date. where you're like trying to, yeah, no, I, I, I would probably order salad. Just <laughs> <laughs> a wrap. <laughs> I feel like a wrap is. But good. I wouldn't want to get anything that I have to use my hands for. Um, or I mean, I guess, that, but I w- I cannot be one of those girls that orders something that you're supposed to eat with your hands, but you eat it with a fork and a knife. Or something that messes up your stomach and sends you to the bathroom. You get sushi. Sushi. That sounds perfect to be That's, honest. Yeah. I'm just get Chopsticks sushi. Chopsticks are all like dainty and stuff. I'll just get sushi and a glass of wine. That's all I'm gonna. I'm good. Like, <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna get. Look, and you can't get like if it's, too, though, so. if it's a blind date though, like like even me, I ain't gonna get chicken wings. I'm not gonna get something messy because first of all, I know I'm gonna kill some chicken and waste not want not my nigga. So I'm not <laughs> wasting. No, the worst part is when you eat the wing and then you. And then you like <laughs> get some in your t- I'll suck off. the meat off. I know if I'm at home by myself, off I'm the sucking bone. the meat off the bone. And yo. then you kind of like cracking the yeah hell yeah yeah. If you got I would have so much fucking what about pasta. I would do pasta, but I couldn't do like a super like creamy like Alfredo pasta because I feel because it gets messy. <laughs> I feel like I will have like Alfredo sauce in there. Cause you know, pasta and shit, you be slurping it up and then the, the sauce like splatters. True. So be talking the whole time with true. an Alfredo sauce stain yeah. on my forehead. That is also true. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a, I ain't been on a date in a long ass time though. Like, hey, people yeah, still do dates anymore? Like, am I? No, well, that's probably <laughs> why. Like, people's first date is, hey, I saw that picture you had. Yeah, like. Sliding in DMs and shit. I don't know anymore. Like, what is. 
people still go on dates like I feel like people don't go on dates to meet people anymore. I feel like people go on dates now after they've already been talking to somebody. Like people don't do like, hey, how you doing? You know, know each other for like a week and then he finally asks. That seems kind of I don't know. Even like that seems kind of weird to not know somebody and you ask him out on a date though. I mean, just like like in fucking movies, they be running into this people. Ain't movies. Literally, they be running into people and they're like, oh. That's the same movie. And then they start talking and shit, <laughs> and then they magically go on a date. You don't never see what he asks. That's the same movies that like the dude's running through the airport to catch his love, and somehow he makes it through, and hate, the person I, that's scanning him just you know let what? him through. I hate, this is the one thing I hate about movies that do scenes like that. You know damn well. Ain't that much room in no damn airport for you to be sprinting through like that? Man, oh, if you in Atlanta airport, it ain't. <laughs> and the thing is, where's where? Don't nobody get through security that fast. <laughs> oh hell no! Where like, they just be? They actually, I don't think there's ever been an episode where they actually went through real security. No, they be going through like the regular like metal detectors, and it'd be and like real empty. It'd be like really nobody there. Port like. All I know is the only airport I've ever been to that ain't hardly nobody there is Tallahassee's airport. That's the only airport when almost any time I go, it's not busy at all. Well, the same person that checked your bag is the same person that takes you through security. The same I swear, person that yeah. takes you through your gate. That's how I missed the flight one time. We got there and it was nobody. Hey, nigga, you ain't at your post. Yep, no was one was at the post. Bag, no one was at the post. And then they came back and was like, oh, we was back there scanning people to get into the flight. And I'm like, so the same person that is taking my ticket up here is the same person scanning shit back there there and then i had to sit there and wait four hours for the next flight at tallahassee's airport and everybody else was at work i'm sorry bro i can't come get you so that sucks where was you when i needed you nigga you didn't tell me you were stuck at the airport for four hours i didn't want to bother you oh okay just say you didn't do it nigga and if i run through the airport like they're gonna think something's going on like if anyone, anyone, I don't care who you are, well, no, running through the, the airport. The air, if you're running through the airport, people just assume you're about to miss your flight, or that you're a terrorist because it's Trump's America. It depends on what you have. If you just oh, ended through. Perfect. We're gonna talk about fuck boys and what is a fuck boy? <laughs> what is a fuck? Boy? What is a fuck boy? Uh, women always talking about he's a fuck boy. It's a lot of things. I feel like I know what a fuck Trina boy is. Trina knows what a fuck boy is. <laughs> yeah. And somebody sent me that song the other day. And I was trying to figure out was she calling me a fuck boy or was she just saying that it was funny that that was a song. <laughs> so it was kind of ambiguous as to why she sent me this song, <laughs> fuck boy. So I feel like a fuck boy. Oh, and then we're going to talk about what's the female equivalent to a fuck boy. Because oh, there's some fuck girls out there. There's some fuck girls out there. What the hell does this even mean? I okay. feel like a fuckboy isn't a fuckboy on purpose. And that's what makes him a fuckboy, that is by accident. No, a fuckboy. You think a nigga's really a... out there? You know, I'm yes, a fuckboy. Yes. They don't know that they're fuckboy. Like Lawrence. He don't know he a fuckboy, but he, he didn't a mean boy. to. Lawrence is just. No, nah, it was. When I first saw, at first I was like, it's damn enough fuckboy. Everybody talking about him. But when that episode, when they was at the park. And, like, he was supposed to be on that date with that one chick that was, like, really liked him and stuff, really dug him. And he's at the park, and he, like, just dodged her for people at work and then was gone all night. And then randomly on the phone, yeah, I don't really think this is going to work. That was some fuckboy shit, though, like, because he came out of nowhere with it, like. He was an ass fit. And then that actually made me realize, like, damn, I may have done some fuckboy things in the past. But I had a good heart, so I feel like it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good heart, so doesn't that make it all right? Tasha said, "You, 
super one of those guys that thinks he's a good guy and he's not a good guy. See, that was before I turned 25, so it resets after you turn 25, so it's cool. So, I'm a changed man. So, does it work the same way with sex? Like, Yeah. So, after after 25, you're a virgin. So, anything after, like, so if you don't have sex after 25, then you're considered a virgin. God dang it, you got it. Look at you. That's a fuckboy comment. Yeah, I know. I was joking, though. Cause I ain't no fuckboy. I feel like a fuckboy is somebody who tells a girl, "I don't want anything." Like y'all been talking for a long t- for a while, and she, you like, oh, I really dig him. He digs me. And then out of nowhere, like y'all been talking every day. Y'all text. Y'all talk on the phone. Y'all go out. Y'all kick it. Y'all watch movies. Y'all chill. All that, then out of nowhere, he's like, I don't really want anything serious. I don't want to put a label. That's see, that's the fuckboy thing. I don't want to put, put a, a label. label on it. Any nigga that pulls that out of nowhere after y'all basically been whatever for a long time, and he pulls that out, that's a fuckboy. And you need not deal with him anymore unless you're fine with that moving forward. But that's what a fuckboy does. A fuckboy always blindsides you. That's what a fuckboy does. You never know when it's coming. A fuckboy tricks you. And you have us out there falling for these fuckboys. That's what y'all get. Y'all need to put well, your girls maybe up. Maybe if there weren't so many men that were fuckboys, we wouldn't have Maybe it's not. You know, maybe just like women say that man made her crazy. Maybe the woman made him a fuckboy. Maybe that's make what Make a it man is. a fuckboy? How can a man make a woman crazy? Because he can? Because she can then. <laughs> she was just the fuck fine before that. He was, he was a fuckboy before he met her. That is touche. Yeah, exactly. Touché. So <laughs> now what? <laughs> I feel like he accidentally does it. Like Ain't he no, thought, oh my god, oh, a fuck boy. So you keep talking about I'm not a fuck boy, but you saying all the shit a fuck boy was. First saying. of all, I don't like the hostility. You started this. You want second to have a conversation of all, about this? Second of all, it must be true because you're getting offended. No, I'm not. I'm on your side. No, you're not. Yes, I am. That's another fuckboy thing. No, I'm it's on, not. I'm on, I'm on your side. No, you ain't. You full of I shit. feel like a fuckboy is somebody that... See, I'm not going to play with a woman's emotions, though. And that's what a fuckboy does. A fuckboy is going to lead you on. And he knows... It's like he knows that you feel him. Yeah. And that you want to date him. And that yeah. you want something serious. And he's so scared to... Be serious about it or whatever. I don't want to hurt her feelings and all that. That he hurts your feelings. And that he becomes a jackass and a jerk because he was so scared not to hurt your feelings that he does it. Because he thought... A fuckboy thinks he's the nice guy. Like, he tricks himself into thinking, I'm the nice guy. Like, these other guys well, are this doing this and that. also the same guy that probably says... Well, I only lie to you because I love you. Nah, if that's. I, I think, if I tell you the truth, that means I don't give a fuck about you. I don't know if that's, that's a fuck. I don't know if that's a fuck boy. That sounds like a bitch ass. <laughs> like, isn't that a fuck boy and a bitch ass nigga? Like, that might just be a bitch ass nigga. A fuck boy is a bitch ass nigga. I don't think a bitch ass nigga is a fuck boy. I just think maybe a fuckboy is the immature version of the bitch ass nigga. No. Like, a fuckboy's on his way to being a bitch ass nigga. Like the bitch ass nigga is like the OG. It's like let me put you on school, young 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 thug or something like that. And the fuckboy's like, man, I'm trying to be like this bitch ass nigga one day. And There's he no upgrade. <laughs> so he upgrades no himself up, to no. a bitch ass oh nigga. Like no. a fuckboy. I ain't saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying a fuckboy. It seems like it's by accident. And I ain't saying that it's right because, oh, man, I didn't mean to become a fuckboy. Okay, it just, so what about for women? Because women just get called bitches. 
Y'all niggas got a whole bunch of... First Men of have all, a lot of fucking different names. Bitch is, in, bitch is in the ear of the beholder. I don't know what that means. It just sounds pretty cool. I think the female equivalent to fuckboy is like the woman who has a dude's name in his phone as free meal and just uses him for free food. That's a fuck girl. <laughs> and somehow, is that what you consider a And fuck girl? somehow women have tricked themselves into thinking that, oh, that's okay because niggas are shitty. But then the problem is they end up doing that to the actual genuine good guy. <laughs> like they do that to the genuinely good guy. Because they got screwed over by fuckboys in the past, so now they're going to screw over a good dude. And then the cycle continues because now they make this good dude into a fuckboy. Oh, fuck my gosh. Because what it sounds like you're, tr- you're saying is at the end of it, a woman, it's a woman's fault. There's no, no, no. I ain't saying it. no, no, no. It's both. Both people, both genders have a hand in okay, it. Okay, well, when somebody both genders, it's... You know when it's going to stop? When females stop fucking with fuckboys. No, no, no. It'll stop. stop fucking with fuckgirls. Yeah, yeah. It'll stop when... Genders quit saying, quit acting like I'm gonna do this to him or I'm gonna do this to her because someone did this to me. Like it's like hurt people continue to hurt people. So just because carrying on the pain, yeah, just because someone that's like someone who's Greek. I've never heard Greek say, "Well, I got pledged when I came in, so I'm gonna pledge these next people." And then they wonder why they chapter got suspended from campus because, <laughs> like, well, I don't care. I got like this when I came in the game, so it's basically the same thing. Like you gonna keep fucking it up for the culture, just because me, Will Thomas, or whatever, got hurt when I was 20 years old by some girl who I was a good guy to. So now I mess with the next woman, and I'm like, well, shit. So-and-so fucked me up when I was younger. I'm going to just mess with her. And there's a lot of people that do that shit. Like, I hear girls, women, use that as their explanation for doing a guy. Well, shoot, niggas do it all the time. That don't make it right. Like, I mean, police kill black people all the time. So, another police officer, like, well, they kill black people all the time. Let me kill this white guy. Like, I can't do that. So, no, you can't. No, No, you cannot do that. What the fuck? Then you end up in jail, and the judge's like, well, why'd you kill this man? Well, they kill black people all the time. Yeah, but you the one in jail. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess so right. what the fuck? So, yeah, right. I think the equivalent to, like, that's one of the actions of a fuck girl when I just use this nigga for free food. And you can go ahead and roll your ass and be like, yep, I'll do it too. I mean, I've never done that. That's kind you of, look like you thinking no, about it. I, like, I don't, well, my my father raised me to never depend on anybody, especially a man. So if I want food, nigga, I'm going to go get food. I ain't going to text no nigga and be like, oh, free man. This is, he always <laughs> give me free food. Like, no. I feel like then that's he always, the. Then he going to expect something back. You ain't getting nothing. That 90% of the time he's going to expect something exactly. back. Exactly. Exactly. But then the good guys like me who's in the 10%. Won't expect anything back because I'm just a genuine. But then, what does that make you if you keep falling for her? Talking about a dumbass. That would make me a dumbass if I just keep falling for that shit. Like, oh shit, Dominia texting me. I'm gonna get. She wants some free food, so I'm gonna get some ass. And then you don't get ass again. And then you text me two weeks later. You and should you, learn after like the second or third time. Maybe. I know some dudes who don't learn after the first, second, third time. That's and it disappoints me. To me. It's kind of like the woman who lets a man cheat on her four or five times. And doesn't learn and keeps going. But I can change him this time. Well, the I don't know how I feel about when girls like try and change dudes. Like, you I'm can't not, change somebody. Change. You can't change somebody that doesn't want to be changed. You can't change somebody that's not willing to be changed. I just feel like it's changed. not much. Like, I understand, like, growing with each other is a completely different thing. Yeah, that's a totally different thing. Like, you can grow and learn from each other, and you can, you know, 
help each other based off of your your own personal experiences with in different situations you guys have both been in. But I'm about to be in something and be like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Well, this is there's what you need to do. plenty of women out there like that, and they wonder why they man goes and cheats on them still. That's just a sorry excuse. I don't like that. Oh, what a way to like it just seems like I don't know. I mean, I so you're saying that the consequences are worse than the actual like the act. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Like, I mean, I'm not a woman, so I don't know what it's like for a woman. Because to I mean, me, it is embarrassing, especially if you're in the public eye. I mean, it's embarrassing regardless. But a lot of, I mean, people show affection, like they show their love, like they post, they post their pictures, and you know. And it's gonna be more embarrassing other. if you always posting how much I love each other, right? And, and then, then someone's got a snippet of knows, you actually cheating. It's just like, damn, like. Yeah, it's it, it is. I don't know if it's worse because both of both of them are pretty shitty, but it it does suck when then everybody know that he done fucked up. But like, also the the richer and more successful you are, the more leeway you get to cheat. Like men are women because if I'm married to a woman that's worth two hundred million dollars and I find out she cheated on me, I might be like, damn, babe. All right, this one time. You cannot change what's right and what's wrong because of what's in your bank account. Monogamy or mer- uh, money? Monogamy or money? That, <laughs> I, think that, I think that is so. That is so. You think you think Barack was faithful? You think Barack been faithful? I don't know, but he. To I mean, to me, he looked like he loved his wife. So. Shit. Uh, well, so did Kevin Hart and Jay Z. And countless other men that looked like they loved, yeah, they but loved it. Never did. came out about Barack and Michelle. Happened. Yeah, because he's a smooth player. Like they run that political game. Oh, like even God, Michelle was like, "Look, nigga, we gonna keep this on the low because we the first black, first family. So we got to do this for I the mean, culture." People are people. We're still human at the end of it, but. Again, it doesn't make it right just because... I didn't say it's right. I'm just saying But there's the, no leeway, none of that. It doesn't know. Because now you're trying to make an like There's an a difference between Earl that makes $28,000 a year and... A cheater is a cheater. Just like a liar is a lie. It don't matter no, how much money No, a cheater has. is not a cheater. Oh my and God, a liar man. is not just a liar because if... First of all, if someone like... I remember a couple years ago... It was a bunch of, like, army directors and stuff that got caught, and most of them was married, and they got caught with, like, prostitutes overseas and stuff. And to me, I'm like, look, this man is putting his life on the line for the country every day. He's fighting. He don't know who's trying to bomb him. It could be anyone coming up, slitting his throat at any time. If he wants to get a blowjob every once in a while from a random prostitute, yeah, he's married back home, but, like, this nigga dealing with some stress, like... He should be able to get a blowjob oh like God. every once in a while. I'm just trying to figure out how you went from oh well, it's it's more acceptable if you got money and not just and money. No, there's said, and then you depends go on the context. And you turn around and then you say, oh, a dude that's been over in Kuwait for for two years. Yeah, is. You don't agree? I, even a woman, like I mean, even well, if a woman over thing, there. And this is my thing. I know me personally. I can never date somebody that I know I'm not ever like, like I wouldn't. I could never do like professional athletes or athletes, just period, entertainers, anything like that. And then people who are in the military. I mean, you just kind of have to expect certain things. But I, me personally, I, I don't. I wouldn't put myself in that situation. Like I just couldn't deal with that shit. 
if I'm, I think that women are stronger than men. So I feel like men can't deal with like women. Countless women I can mean, forgive like a man. Have to be almost because a man. I feel like if a woman cheats, like a man could cheat on a woman six, seven times, and then she just tells her boyfriend, "Yeah, I kissed Jerome." He's gonna flip out and like think about that shit all the time. A dude could get caught on video with in a threesome, and the woman I can say easily because I don't know what goes on in your hearts and your heads, but easier than a man, y'all can forgive that and somehow like that's strong as hell. I think women are equipped to deal with things a whole lot better than men can. We're just I mean y'all have babies, so that's already a thing right there. The fact that you know giving birth can hurt. And you're still like, I want to experience giving birth. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, if I know something's going to hurt, I'm going to avoid that. I'm going to adopt. Like, fuck that. Like, if I was a woman, knowing birth is going to hurt, I'm adopting. Or I'm just going to take care of my nieces and nephews or something. But I'm not giving birth. And women are just more equipped to deal with pain than men can, in my opinion. Sometimes it just feels like... And that's why we get so pissed off. Because it's like... Like, damn, like, we held you down, we push you out of our vaginas, like, it's, it like, and it, it just seems like it's not appreciated. So, of course, we, we get, we get mad sometimes, and I feel like dudes should be, there should, men should be strong enough to be able to deal with that shit. Like, when dudes use that as a cop-out, like, oh, well, I can't do it, because she, she got too much attitude, like, she just too much. You a grown-ass man. Y'all do be like He's the same grown-ass men that be bumping into each other and fucking, uh, running each other in all these contact sports and shit like this, but you can't deal, you can't deal with a little bit of conversation. That is such a bitch-ass thing to me. Like, you can be, I'm a man. And I go, I go lift weight. I go do all this shit and I eat meat and potatoes. But you can't sit and have a five-minute conversation with me. Like, this shit drives me crazy. Like, y'all kill me with that shit. Yo, that's so funny, bro. Like, I just, that's cause it's way easier to physically be a real man than it is to emotionally and like I would much rather appreciate a man that no. has emotional mental strength than physical would you yeah I would hmm. I don't know if I believe that all the time but you can go work out and get all the physical strength that you need <laughs> You can't take your brain out and, and fucking, yeah, okay, let's go pump. Let's go lift some weights. Like, I think men, it's like, like when, like a lot of times I say women are, and I'm not taking this back to women, I'm just using this to correlate to men. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of times, like women are so worried about, he gonna think I'm a hoe, I'm a hoe. It's more, it's almost like only other women are the ones that are calling you hoes and stuff like, yeah, a dude might call you a hoe, but a dude doesn't care. That's the thing. Like, it's more of women that care. And so, like, with men, men are so worried. That's gay. That's gay. But it's really only going to be other men that say it's gay and call you gay for doing something which is stupid as hell. And it's not going to be the women for real. And if, like, I feel like for me, like, if a woman calls something gay that I'm doing, I'm like, well, I guess it's not the kind of woman I want to be with. Like, I remember growing up, shit, I used to get called gay for listening to Coldplay and Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, damn, 
I like titties. I I didn't think I was gay. I don't think I'm gay. I like titties. I just happen to like Justin Timberlake and Coldplay or whatever. So just like women are so concerned with being called a hoe, and I think it's more women that are calling them hoes and always judging each other, yeah. other women, just like it's men that are judging other men and calling them gay. And I don't give a shit if, a, if another man's calling me gay, like... I don't care, like, <laughs> as long as a woman that I'm digging doesn't think I'm gay, that's what really matters or whatever. So, like, men are so worried about, it's weird because, yeah, like, men are so worried about other men calling them gay and thinking they're soft and stuff that they use that. And that's why I feel like that's why dudes don't open up like they should and be actually vulnerable. Like, you tell a grown man to be vulnerable, especially... Men that come from that old school way of thinking, like our parents and stuff like that. Those our parents that our fathers that was like pork chops and mashed potatoes type of men. Like those type of men that go to work and work a 12-hour day. And they come home and dinner's ready yeah. type of men. Like it's 2017. It ain't really like that. Like it's, not. like it's really not like that. Like men go get manicures and pedicures now. So shit's <laughs> different. Well, at least I will. I don't, and I don't give a shit. Like, but yeah, it's just different. So, I mean, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, a man could go out and hit other men in the contact sport as a job, but can't break down their emotions and feelings. I just think it's very interesting. But a lot of men don't know that they can't. They think that they can. And I, I ain't gonna lie. Well, I didn't realize maybe it's a combination. Maybe men think that it's weak to be that way, and they don't want to be perceived. Well, that is most men do but think like but that. But isn't the whole idea of being with? A strong woman is being able to open up like that because that's the only way you can have a thriving successful relationship is if you have good communication I feel like if you just always close yourself off and you never open up then how the hell am I supposed to know but that's see that comes with maturity though so if a man isn't taught that growing up if he's not around people that are like that or if he hasn't dated a woman that teaches him how to do that I don't feel like it's Men from our generation, they not aren't naturally taught that. I definitely wasn't taught that. Like who are really successful now but grew up in the hood and didn't have no type of help at all. Yeah. It's kinda kinda think of it like that. It's like, well yeah, I get it. You weren't raised that way. You might not have had your dad around, you know, you might not had your mom around, like or you might not have had somebody um around to teach you certain things, but I mean I feel like it's one of those things where if you're in society and you're active and you're around people and things like that, it's just certain things that you... But I feel like you know what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. See, a lot of... Depending on where you're where you growing up, who you're around, what culture, what culture you're in, like, my right may not be your right also. Well, let me ask you this, because there's also, like, societal rights where people are like, everybody can agree on that robbing is probably not a, the right thing. I'm not even gonna say that because think about it. You got you got people that are Killing in, somebody but you got people right that are in tough situations. Like it'll be like there was a couple that got arrested a couple weeks ago for stealing fucking diapers, and of course you're not gonna steal diapers just for the heck of it. Like you needed them, man. Like and the article was talking about how he said that he lost his job and he has two kids and his wife lost her job and they needed diapers for the baby, so they stole diapers. There were still other people responding to that tweet about that, like, well, you shouldn't put yourself in that situation. Stealing is stealing, blah, blah, blah. But for me, I'm like, in that situation, stealing is not stealing. Like, well, yeah, I feel like there's a difference between doing something because you have to do it and doing it just because. And not everybody look at it as, like, 
as doing it because you have to do it. It's just like when Hurricane Katrina hit and they showed like black people looting or whatever. But they was either like you now you did see the people that were stealing shit like TVs and all that and you don't need no fucking TV right now. But then you see the people that was like stealing fucking diapers and and food and shit and obviously people need diapers and food. And so to me that's not looting. That's doing what you have to do. So that's why I say like you can say right is right, wrong is wrong, but not everybody views it like that. I mean, think about it. In some, co- I just read today in the new uh, in the um, New York Times, they wrote an article about um, Saudi Arabia is now allow- allowing women to drive. In our society, in our culture, that's just right. Like, why wouldn't they have been driving? But over there, that could be a huge thing. Like, there's other countries that look at us as like we're stupid and we're behind on shit. So. It's not always right is right and wrong is wrong. I don't remember what we was talking about to get to this. Well, I think that... I don't know. I feel like there's things where you, where you live in, like, a communist state. And you don't have, like, you don't have a choice. Like, you don't have a choice. Like, you have to do whatever people tell you to do. But I feel... But it's, like, it, I kind of think, well, what about stuff like murder? Like... I ain't gonna just say right is right, wrong is wrong, because if someone's trying to, if I'm with you right now and someone breaks in and they're trying to kill you, and I kill them, that's self defense. Well, with it being, well, that's self defense, not murder. But it's, but some, some may view it as like it's just like, like I mean, pepper, like is- like look at like pepper spray is illegal to use on somebody, even if you're walking home from a party as a woman and some man attacks you and you pay you uh, spray him with pepper spray, you can get in trouble for that. Yeah, like. Someone could be at my house, get drunk, and then get in the car accident on the way home and die or whatever, and I could get in trouble, which to me is crazy as hell. So, like, it's just things there. It's always a gray area, to be honest. It's a gray area or whatnot. So, depending on where you're raised, things can be a little be a little sketchy. So, and I said because, like, like we talked about before, like, traveling and meeting people from different backgrounds is, like, some of the, one of the greatest, the greatest tools to grow up and to learn and evolve as a human being. And so I feel like people that I know that haven't went anywhere and stayed in the same city they've been in their whole life, I can tell their mind is pretty closed. And those are the people that think that they're, like, extra woke. Like, they think that they know what's going on. And, like, I had somebody tell me, I don't want to say who, a family member who told me all them Mexicans down in Florida, and I'm like, uh, it ain't really no Mexicans in Florida, yo. Like, you gotta go to Texas and California for that shit. Like, down here it's Cubans and Dominicans and stuff, like, and Puerto Ricans and stuff. And like, but she swears, like, she knows it. Like, she knows damn well there's Mexicans all over Florida. I could probably count on my hand how many Mexicans I've met in Florida in three and a half years. Yeah. But these people who don't go nowhere, they don't know anything. They don't know shit. So depending on where you was raised and your life experiences, you don't know shit. <laughs> Niggas just out there not knowing shit. Fuck everything up. Oh yeah, I've I've never had like a significant other never mind, I have had a significant other make me like I remember one time I remember in college my ex girlfriend, I remember I was in my dorm room with me, my roommate and three friends and two of the other people, they was actually dating. They was boyfriend girlfriend. And we was all watching the All-Star game, NBA All-Star game. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there chilling. She opens the door. Hey, what? <sighs> and slams the door and leaves. I'm like, ah, shit. Everybody looks at me like, damn, Will, you about to get in trouble. <laughs> like, ah, shit, what the hell now? 
So I remember, and then no, probably 30 seconds later, get a text. Can you come down to my room? Because she lived right down the hall from me, which was a mistake that your girlfriend lives on the same floor as you in your dorm, only like three doors down. That was a mistake. But so I walked down there. <laughs> she's doing that little stance that y'all do when you know she's about to say, I just find it funny. And that's how the sentence start or whatnot. Why is she sitting on your lap? I'm like, her boyfriend's right there. Why would she be sitting on my lap? I saw her sitting on your lap. Like, her boyfriend's right there. Why would she be sitting on my lap? My door is unlocked. My girlfriend lives down the hallway. You think I'm that stupid to have a girl sit on my lap when my girlfriend is down the hallway and her boyfriend is right there? Doesn't make any sense. I just remember this helper was ironing her shirt. She picks the iron up. Like she was gonna swing on me. Like she, <laughs> she picked the iron up on me. Tell the truth. Was she sitting on your lap? I said, first of all, you better put this iron down because this shit is steaming. And I will backhand you if I have to if I see you swing with this iron. Like this iron was hot as hell. And she even lifted up in the air a little bit more. Will, was she sitting on your lap? I said, sit this motherfucking iron down. She was not sitting on my lap. And then, um, and she like, Almost tried to swing with the iron, so I had to smack her hand, her arm, and she dropped the iron, put a big ass hole in the carpet of the dorm. So somehow we finessed it where we covered it up when we moved out, so she didn't have to pay for it. But I just wow. remember I was so pissed. I've never been. I'm, I'm I'm still shocked that I was that angry. I remember I had made her a drawing of something that she hung up on her dorm room, on the door to her. She had her own room because she was the RA, and I walked out. You don't deserve this shit. Fuck it, and pulled it off her door, bought it up. And threw it down the hallway, or whatever. And as I was walking down the hallway, I'm just tearing stuff off the wall, left and right. Fuck this dorm, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I was just tearing shit down and all that. And then she's down there crying or whatnot. And then, then we got white people coming out, and you know, white people always make situations like that worse. What's going on? Yes, like a black person come out, be like, you good, my nigga? Everything good? White people coming out. Do we need to call the police? I'm like, these motherfuckers, like, <laughs> they can't wait to. I feel they couldn't wait they to have to, to call the police. They couldn't wait. No, nah, my God. You know, they're they always on some. I need to talk with your manager. Like, they always on that bullshit. You know, I'm like, with you. Where's but, your manager? Man. I need one right now. Like, if they you can't knew wait. The people that I knew, <laughs> we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. So um, please, who else can I speak with? Is there oh, someone yeah, else can no, I no, speak no. with? That's the line. Who else can I speak with? I might hold the record for white girls at work asking to speak with my supervisor. Because <laughs> I was aggressive and made them feel dumb. You know, white women love to say that this black man made them feel aggressive, though. Like, they can't wait. It's like Get Out. Remember at the end of Get Out? Don't give me something You remember at the end of Get Out when, like, it's just the white girl and a black dude all bloody. And then the police car pulls up and she's like, oh, thank you, officer. Like, trying to act like the victim and shit. Like... I have that happen all the damn time when women try and when these white girls act like the victim. But anyways, I say that because I thought I had never gotten that angry at a woman like that, but she had me pissed. I just remember walking in the hallway, my arm, both my arms is up, <laughs> spread across both uh, walls or whatever, just tearing everything down as I walked there. And I remember when I got back to my room and calmed down, I was, I was so embarrassed. I was like, I can't believe I just did that shit. Like, is this what love? Like, fuck love. I don't want to be in love. Like, this shit is. I don't want this kind of love. Like, you got to get this kind of love to get the other love too. Yeah. Like, this yeah. shit. Like my gosh, I just remember tearing everything down. Like I would have been so. Bad. <laughs> I'm like, bro. 
Oh my god. She had a big ass hole in the middle of her carpet because the iron burnt it. But that one was her fault because she was acting like she was going to swing that damn uh, <laughs> that damn iron on me. And I was. So I, I probably had a couple times when me and her was pissed like that, though, to be to honest. Hell? It was probably a couple times. She used to, like, she used to piss me off, yo. You, like, you, learn, you, you sure do. That, <laughs> that's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't no. Uh, like that had to be like 2008, so I'm like social media wasn't popping. Like I think it was out, but it wasn't. Like that was I think that may have still been when on Facebook you had to put is on your status. Like you know, Will Thomas is about to do this. Like you couldn't just write where like people wasn't people wasn't putting like like big ass articles as their statuses back then. Like oh my god, I hate that. I th- think about if like you remember Miguel's song, uh, one drink or. I love one drink. Well, is that what it's called? He's talking about how many, uh, how many drinks? When he was like, how many drinks will it take for you to come home with me? If that came out today, if that came out today, people will be writing hella think pieces about why that song's problematic and that it's part of rape culture. Like, bruh, how many, like, so many things from when we grew up and was in college would be like... People would overanalyze would, like, shit out of all that. <laughs> I feel like that, because that just took away from that song. Like, damn, like, shit. We you had, just... <laughs> imagine you out there turned up, taking shots or whatever, and someone walks up. Hey, are we really going to like this song? It's problematic because it helps out the rape culture. You're like, shit, change the song, yo. Fuck. Like, like, I would be like, oh, my God. Like, like we're going to have to change the like, song. I, I am all for <laughs> educating and, you know, being aware and shit. But, damn, <laughs> it's just times where I just want to enjoy myself. Like, let me enjoy that song. That's like my homeboys would say, don't let God take all the fun out of you. <laughs> I just be like, yo. If I wasn't a that Christian, awful. Like, if I wasn't a Christian, I'd cuss you out right now. Hey, don't let God take the fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that—that's awful. But imagine though, you turning up, like y'all turning up. It's like four or five of y'all. Y'all passing y'all shots this, back and forth. You know what this song means? <laughs> this is, and you know, a feminist's favorite word today is problematic. I feel like, <laughs> like woke social media loves the word problematic. Like, this is problematic to the, our society and our culture. Like, is it though? But is it problematic? Like, sometimes it may just be a song. And maybe instead of analyzing the song, you analyze the person and be like, y'all, this is a song. He's not saying get her drunk so you can rape her. He's just saying, let's have some drinks. Let's have some fun. And what's going to make it a little bit easier for you to let loose so we can just have a conversation? That's how I looked at it. Like, that, but you know damn well if they came out in 2017. They wouldn't get no radio play. Like, what was that old Rick Ross song when he was like, uh, <laughs> shit. He was like, something like, if you, uh, I don't remember. So I don't even want to talk about it. I can't even remember. <laughs> 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 I can't, I can't yeah, gave up so damn easily. It's just so many things that would not get radio play or anything in 2017 because we overanalyze everything. And we're too busy worrying about who's kneeling and who's not kneeling <laughs> than worrying about what the actual problem is. Like, like it's like Donald Trump be tweeting a lot, bro. Like, he tweets more than you do. Bruh, I think like, the I president think, tweets more than is, you. This is what I almost think it's strategic. Uh, like, I almost yeah. think that he's doing that just so he don't have to talk about he, he fucked up. The, yeah. the shit between us and North Korea. They already didn't fucking like us. Now you now you up no. there talking shit. No. And these niggas want to blow up the whole Pacific Ocean and North shit. Korea, like, North, Korea's, um, North Korea's prime minister basically got on the news <laughs> and interview yesterday talking about 
this nigga Trump want to keep talking shit, want to tell us that we might not be a country no more, let him know that we're going to clap back. We not some whores. I ain't no whore. I ain't no whore. So if I need to clap back, I will. And he threw the first bomb, so we got a bomb for that ass. Let you niggas know I'm about to pop the trunk. That's basically what he said in a nutshell for us to understand, for me to dumb it down, for us to understand it. That's what he said. He said Trump started it, and then we going to pop the trunk on his bitch ass. And it's y'all's fault. Like, hey, so. <laughs> I, like, I feel like we need to knock on North Korea's door and be like, yo. That's just Trump talking shit. That is not us. We don't view y'all like that. I got a lot of Korean friends. We all good. Like, we like that white person. I got a black friend. Like, I have a North Korean friend. Like, Trump about to get us all killed. He trying to distract us by who's kneeling and who's not. And ain't nobody talking about Russia anymore. Ain't nobody talking about North Korea anymore. And, like, we all, like... Who you kneeling to when it ain't no country? Like, who ain't nobody kneeling anymore when we ain't got no... We're going to have about two states left. It's going to be Florida and California. And, you know, don't nobody like Florida. Like, everybody, for some reason, hates the state of Florida. Bruh. I mean, it is the home of, like, I mean, Zimmerman, Casey he, Anthony. If he did want to get distract some shit, he definitely used the right... He doing a good-ass job. The right thing. He doing a good-ass job. I take that red box back. So I took... It upon myself to to Redbox all lies on me. I ain't seen it. People said that they didn't like it. But I heard people say that like he had an iPhone in the movie. There was no iPhone. Did he really? ever in that movie? People just like be extra for no reason. There was no iPhone in that movie. I'm saying that's what I heard. I watched that movie. And then he the was. Very end, and then he was wearing Yeezys. He was not wearing Yeezys. It was, it was very. Late 80s, early 90s attire. So was the movie good? Did you enjoy the movie? I enjoyed Not was the movie good, not what everybody else thinks. Did you enjoy no, that's, it? No, well, that's why I redboxed it, because I didn't care what everybody else thinks. Yeah. I am an avid Tupac We know. Fan. So I wanted to see it for myself. I watched it. I liked it. I'm not going to say. I think. It was good the enough. Biggest thing, it was good enough. I think what, what made it. What kind of made me upset, which Benny Moon was the director and like executive producer, so it kind of made me mad how he how he did it. But he, it's like they almost focused too much on the love stories than the impact he really had. Oh uh, yeah, in music and the black culture. Oh, okay. So what they kind of did, and and I love Hill Harper. So it it was like where was he in the movie? Pop, when he was in the Clinton Correctional Facility. He did like a he did an interview. I remember that. So interview the movie too. is like Hill Hopper interviewing Pac, and then he's talking about certain things, and, oh. kinda, and he goes back to oh, when he okay. was right. And so it kind of tells a story like that. I will tell you that his mother, Afini, she was like the highlight of the. She was kind of like a highlight. I they focused her. on her a lot. I they met focused, her one time, and she's a cool. Really? Like, yeah, she came to Louisville and spoke <laughs> at uh, at St. Stephen back in the day when I was a kid. She um. They they highlighted her a lot in that movie, which I really enjoyed. I, I like that a lot because uh, he spoke very highly of his mom. Of course, um, most black it, men do though. Like most most, most black most. men do. Like yeah. I always, it's always women of other races always say it's just so that black men have that kinship with their mothers and like, like yeah, like it's my mama. Like I'm sorry, like it's if, to be expected. Like if you're dating somebody and your mama's like. Mm. Oh, I've definitely had at least two women. Because that... my thing is like because, like, I don't feel like I've ever had that issue. Like, 
anybody I've been with, their moms are. We always had a great relationship. But I feel like it's kind of scary because sometimes you don't get those moms who are like, like this with it, and it's just like now okay, that now, shit. That's like yo. it's like, and then it's like now I can't compete with your mama. That's your yep. mama, and I don't want to compete with her. Right. Like it's kind of kind of sickening it, to. It's have like to, Tommy and how his mama is like. That. Oh, on power. To, um, to my Tommy yes. on power, yeah, like they that, type of, that, that shit. shit. They more like friends. That shit was weird. I've definitely got friends like that where they where their girlfriend is like, I can't, I can't compete with his mother. Like no matter what, I can't do anything good. And I'm like, if you have to compete with his mother, then you're never gonna be in there because his be mother's never gonna. If his mother allows that type of thing to go on, she's never gonna allow you in the picture, and you're never gonna win on his end or whatnot. Like, and that's just that's weird as hell. Like, but I've definitely had, I had to learn though that normally, not all the time, but normally, if. My mom and my sister are those two, like, great women in my life. If both of them don't like you, then that probably tells me something. That should tell you something because I'm, I'll subscribe to that. You get three great women in your life. To be honest, I think I've had more than three great women in my life already, though. To be, I've had a lot of dope women in my life. But that's probably why I love black women so damn much. And that's also probably why... I didn't know that, like, like when Solange's album came out last year, and I heard so many black women talking about, like, she speaks to me, she's speaking our story, and she's talking about, like, being weak and stuff, and I'm like, I never, ever, like, thought black women was thinking like that or felt that way because I've only seen strong black women. So I never would have guessed this black woman, that black women was feeling weak because all I know are strong black women. And it might be, I don't know if it's, me just not being aware or selfishness or something, but I just always view like my mom and sister, they don't go through nothing, they strong. And I, that might be selfish for me to think something like that. But all I know is really strong. I mean, even you, like I know really dope, really strong black women. So I would never think that she's going through this and that. And that's probably how one way I've grown actually, because I'm like, damn, they going through things too. Like, and I love Solange's album though. And I low-key feel like a bad bitch when... I listen to Solange's Shut album. Like, I feel like a bad bitch, yo. Like, I feel like I'm gonna wrap my hair and just want to compete. But if you have to compete with someone's mother, you never gonna get in there. I probably should just break up with the guy. I feel like I don't think that's the same that when a woman has that kind of relationship with her father. Because I feel like sometimes when a when a man has that kind of relationship with his mother, it makes it more difficult for the relationship with his women. But with the women, with the woman in his life, but when a woman has that kind of relationship with her father, I think that just makes her even more ready for a man, how to deal with men. Like, see, that hits like a certain. Well, like you don't see, like I'm like, saying, I don't think you see that often where a father will be overbearing in his daughter's life. You see more where a woman will be overbearing in her son's life. And I might be wrong, but just from my point of view, it seems like you see way more mothers being overbearing in their son's life well, than yeah, the father. Well, yeah, that's very true because it's, it's a woman. I mean, moms yeah. are always going to be... Uh, well, a too bit. late. Oh, really? It's in there. Just drink it. Damn. Should yeah, just pour you, you the rest. No, you shouldn't have poured me the rest. Look how much it is. You might as well. No. Anyways, you were saying, nigga. Um... I mean, women are women. We're emotional creatures. We get emotionally attached, and and I feel like it's all, it's always going to be different, whether it's her son or her daughter. Which, of course, I mean, 
You don't see it's, women it's being as overbearing no, in the daughter's right. life, it's, it's though. It's a little different, but at the end of it, a mom is always going to be a mom. I mean, you lived inside of her. That is that is true. You literally lived yeah. inside your mom. So it's one of those things where, <clears throat> yes, it's way stronger when it comes to um, like a, a son and his mom. Um, especially if it's her first. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. but um, And then, I mean, especially if it's a, a single mom. You know, a oh, woman definitely. That if it's a single have, mom, you know, oh, shoot. she's not married. I mean, yeah. the, the the dad isn't around, so that's even more of a reason for because she that she clings on to him because yeah, you know, that's the only man in her life really. So it, it, I think there's a lot of, and I can't really, I can't speak on because I'm not a mom, but um, just from seeing how my mom is with my brother, she's always very like. Hands on, like yeah, kind of, but not really. Like worried, maybe not worried, but like for lack of, well, I feel like mothers just are. And but and well, it's that and that's her baby. I feel like Like, that's how my mother. That's that's how my mother is with me. I'm the youngest. It was a single mother, and I always feel like my mom was just like always worried, no matter what. Like I'm 29 now. But you know what I think it is a lot too, especially with single mother single mothers. They're like. I have to try and raise a man on my own. So they they might go overboard. When so they're gonna go overboard because one, they don't want you to turn out like whoever they was with or whoever yeah. they've had situations with, and they're like, "Well, this is my kid, so if he ends up fucked up, that means that I failed." You know. True that. So <clears throat> I think it's one of those things, and I think with with fathers and their daughters, they're like, "Well, this like this is my baby girl." Like, yeah. And I know all the fucked up shit that I've done. So if a, if a dude yeah. does that to That's, my yeah, daughter, a lot of times, then yeah. it's like, you know, because they're men, so they know how men can be. And so they're like, that yeah. shit. That I feel man, like you more, know. more you see the fathers teaching his daughter how to deal with fuckboys. And the mother is not necessarily teaching her son how to deal with, like, trifling-ass women. Like, how she's not... they Yeah, like... Um, father's not treating the daughter how to showing the daughter how to treat men. They're teaching the daughter how to deal with men, and then women are teaching their sons how to treat women. Like it's funny, it's literally the opposite. And I basically. think that's why it's a, it's really important. And I have a lot of you know great people in my life and great friends who grew up with in, in single parent homes. So yeah, it's nothing of like course. that. But and that's why it's so important to have two parents in the household or yeah. at least involved in because some kind of the, way because on the other end you got like, you i don't feel do like so i don't feel like i had women in my life teaching me how women are supposed to treat me though like i may have been able to have examples and stuff but right. i don't think women in my life ever like went out their way to say this is how women's supposed to treat you so then that makes the journey kind of more difficult because yeah. To be honest, I'd never really known. Is I it was, took me older to to get older and stuff to know. Oh, this is how a woman's supposed to treat me. Like, I don't think we teach young men how women are supposed to teach them. We're so busy teaching men how to treat women, which of course, cause we, men can be very shitty and stuff. But ain't nobody teaching me how women are supposed to treat me. When a girl says a guy is a nice guy, it feels like you patting him, like he's trying to hug you, and you're like, no, 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 and you pat him on the shoulder, and be like, oh, you're a sweet guy, but don't fucking hug me, brother. You That's what it seems like. Don't, you don't like that. That's most men. I can guarantee you most men don't want women to know him as the nice guy, because most of the nice guys just means I probably wouldn't have sex with him. How many nice guys would you have sex with? <laughs> 
Like, are there really a lot of... Because there's a lot of sweet girls that I'll have sex with. I don't really... I'm different. I don't like to think of, like, oh, he's a nice guy. And I want to have sex with him. Like, it's I don't think of it like that. Because for me... Well, sex, I'm asking you to think about it right now. Oh, you like, how many... If there's ten nice guys in your life, how many of them really... You'd be like, I'd have sex with him. Probably none. <laughs> Thank you, see? Well, and then well, I wonder even, why... See, this is the thing, though. That's, not, that's a hard okay, question. Okay, how many nice that's guys in your life question. would you date? How many nice guys in your life would you date? None. I would date a nice guy. He just has to be a good fit for me. I... I've dated nice guys. I've never dated assholes. <laughs> What's, what you trying to say? Okay. I I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Okay. Oh my god! Every outlook, all this nice guy asshole. Every dude can be an asshole. I don't care how nice he is in the beginning. I don't think I'm an asshole. William Thompson. <laughs> Dominia. I don't think that I'm an asshole. You can be an ass. Name one you time I've been an ass. Are you really? Name, Earlier today. Name two times. Today. Name two times I've been an asshole. Twice today. Name any time before September twenty sixth. You know what? We're not doing. Oh, you want to talk? You want to talk about? You want to talk about Trent? Because we can talk about that. I can edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, don't do that. Like, I'm gonna call that an asshole. What? A, really? That was. You was being extra, bro. A young man. Young. Not knowing how it's, to. It's putting the emphasis on young. All right, chill out. That was. We're gonna skip past that jackass. Whatever, nigga. Jackass. I just. I don't like. I don't know. I don't like being one of them guys. Who like good guys finish last. Because usually the guys that say nice guys finish last are the guys that. Those are actually fuckboys because those are the ones only treating you nice so they can have sex. <laughs> like those are the dudes that's like they hold the door for you, and they're like, why the fuck she didn't suck my dick? I held the door for her. Like. <laughs> Alright, that's an extreme example, it's but very like, extreme. but like, that's the dudes who are like, man, I helped her move, like, I hooked up her cable for her, and she didn't do like, dudes legitimately expect that if they do nice things like that. that but I've also I had, I've had homegirls say to me, it was like, bro, you helped her move, she ain't suck your dick yet, and like, I've had homegirls say that to me, so like, that. you need to start being one of them homegirls. That, Bye, William. <laughs> I've definitely had so I don't know, but there are dudes that <laughs> there are dudes that out there that really think like that, think that they got it. So that's why the friend zone term I don't really fuck with that because the friend zone was created by dudes who think I'm only gonna be nice to her so she'll do something sexually for me, and then if she doesn't, that means I'm in the friend zone. Like dudes, it's like dudes think that they just can't be friends with a woman, and I got plenty of female friends that I oh, would. Too, too are men. I would. There are plenty of females in my life that I'm like I'm fine with being friends with them, and I just wouldn't have sex with them. Like they're like there's a lot of females like that. Like, see, the problem is a lot of these dudes don't have any um standards for their penis. My yeah, dick ain't for free. It's a penis. What the hell does that mean? Because my dick ain't for free. Because men let their their penises run their fucking lives. And you let you women let your emotions run your fucking lives. So I maybe if you let your vagina and my genitals fucking mm-hmm. run in my life. Maybe like, that's the answer. You let your whatever nigga. Maybe that is the answer. You let your vagina run your I life. I don't let my vagina run my. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking done with. Like, shut the hell up. I do not let my vagina make decisions for me. That's your problem. 
Because vagina has a lot of power. Like, you know how many pair of J's you can have right now if you let your vagina, like, make decisions? Like, think about it. Nigga, fuck some J's. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the tagline for this podcast. Nigga, fuck some J's. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) you're gonna my nerves. Nigga, fuck some (laughs) J's. I had a homegirl. I mean, you have standards in class and morals. So that's my problem. And that's your problem that's, now. That's my crutch. That's what happens when you have a good relationship with your father. See, maybe if your father wasn't in your life, you could possibly, like, be a hoe. Why are you saying it as if... <laughs> like, I'm missing out on something You're like missing that. out on a lot. Like, like I'm... Definitely missing out on being a hoe. Hey, hoes be winning these days, to be honest, though. Ain't that shit crazy, Dad? Like, remember when they used to say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife? No, all them bitches is housewives. Are they all? <laughs> Dang, our parents was lying to us growing up. You can't turn no hoe into a housewife. And then reality TV, reality TV sort is like, shit. Right. What? All right, I'll show Girl, you. She was like, shit. Shit, this hoe about to be a housewife, my nigga. Like, and she about to be real, paid. Real hoes of housewiving. Didn't that, wasn't that a show, like, real side chicks of Charlotte or some bullshit like that? Like, <laughs> that was a thing? I swear, they was on The Breakfast Club. Like, hoes Love be winning. Love hip-hop, hoes, basketball wives. Hoes. Mm-hmm. A real housewife of land. Hoes. Take it back. Flavor of love. Hoes. Hoes. Like, like reality TV has created. Hoes be winning. Hoes be that winning. Needs to, that could be a good reality show. Like, hoes be, be winning. Like, ain't nothing but a. It's like a bunch of hoes on one side. I, know, I got it ready. Like, yeah, hoes on one side. And Let then, me like, tell you about my life. Classy women on the other side, though. And they gotta, like, and they're gonna see whose life is better now. Like, it might hoes well, might it, win. It, I don't know. It's for my generation like, though, and that's not gonna be like the generation of the past. But that's literally millennials. Millennials created the hoes be winning tagline. Like this shit's scary. The thing but also know. dudes fall in love with the hoes too. Like they do, and that's what makes it scary because now it's look. I'm not about to change my looks, myself, my anything for no man to. But guess what? For every for every one of you that won't. There's five that will. And niggas is so well, niggas. Y'all have fun with that. Niggas is so lazy and don't feel like like working. Working. So but like some of y'all do make it difficult though. I ain't gonna say it's making it right for these other niggas, but like James Harden has a jersey retired in a strip club. He's like in the Hall of Fame for a strip club. Like he's provided so many women college tuition. <laughs> <laughs> just going through the strip club well, like yo up. like hoes be winning bro so like niggas got so lazy because for every maybe back in the day it doesn't make you a hoe it just means that you no, don't, don't have any other solution and that's that was the fastest way to make some money i mean i guess it don't to rub your titties in a man's face doesn't make you a hoe but i feel like most women i grew up with when a woman would do that, that they would call her a hoe. So it's just funny how things have changed now. Like that, I couldn't call a stripper a hoe because she ain't fucking around. She's I mean, dancing. there's a lot of strip clubs that I people mean, get there, happy I mean, in. Yes, there might, but I don't want to put all of them in a bubble. No, we not. We not gonna do that because strippers are working just as hard as everybody yes, else, are. and they got to deal with the strippers who aren't having sex at the end of the night. They got to deal with these men touching all over their bodies all night and stuff, and they can't be good. And they can't feel yeah. great because 
even as a man, when women touch over me all day, like it gets tiring when women just touch on me and using me like I'm a piece of meat. Like, so is women, that what you go on on a day? Is that what you go through on a daily? So you don't believe? So you just no, can't fathom that a, that women want me. I don't believe it. It shows me a lot of what you think of me. Working in the student union. First of all. At Florida State University. I'm beeping that part out. I'm beeping that part out. Thank you. You got girls. Why not? Rubbing all of it. Hey, can you help me? Like, is that that what it is? Why not? So that just shows me how little you think of me. That you couldn't fathom a woman wanting to touch on me. I don't need to fathom shit. I just know that your career choice does not consist of those things. Might be. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just shit together, yo. Like, just the moral of the story is, hoes be winning. And our parents lied to us when they said you can't turn a hoe into a housewife because obviously... Well, I guess that's why I'm still not married. You ain't hoeing around. Or maybe you too difficult. You know I am you? very difficult. I know, but I'm not afraid to admit that. Like some of these niggas around See, here, that's the that's the. Thing. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's part of the battle. You can admit it, and you're very self aware that you're difficult. Cause I could have told you, but it's better for you to come to the conclusion on your own. Yeah, thank you. You get. You be getting in your feelings sometimes. And I'm like, okay, nigga, like, are you done? Are you done? Like, are you done being upset? See, what you perceive as me being in my feelings is me being not, me not having a problem with feeling the full spectrum of the human experience. I'm fine with feeling the full spectrum of the human experience. You sure about that? Yes, I'm sure with fine, I'm fine with feeling the full spectrum of the human experience. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with feeling all those. You should feel some of them as well. Look, I'm a Pisces. I don't, about that. I don't even know what the hell that even means. I don't like, know. People say that shit. They'd be like, shit. I'm a Pisces. People say that and shit. They just that. like, like, I'm difficult. I'm a Sagittarius. I don't know. People, people just say that have shit. have a fucking thing, reason to say that they're difficult. Don't blame it on some damn star. Like, if you're difficult, you're difficult. Like, I'm not going to say I'm difficult because I'm a Virgo. Like, I think growing up, I tried not to have feelings like that so much that I don't know how to explain it because I know growing up I try not to ever have those soft feelings or whatever try to box them all you know that's what they teach like especially young black men you just box all your feelings in yeah. and then you erupt and that's why and that's why I would wild out in college at, out of nowhere or something because you wouldn't allow your feelings to really get out there or whatever and then finally well, you just flipped out for men to to connect a lot of times because they don't let themselves kind of like just be vulnerable. And I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying be that way with every single person that you come not. in contact with. But you know, like your your at least your close friends or somebody that you're trying to like pursue something with. Like it's okay to like be open. Yeah, I don't think I started doing that for real until I was like 27, 28. And it ta- I mean, it takes time to to be like that because. When you're too open, sometimes people can take advantage of that. Sure, and yeah. I've dealt with that before. But it's like, you can't like be afraid. to Just like what we were talking about earlier. like You can't be afraid to do something just because of something that's happened in the past. Or you can't put something on somebody just because something, something that somebody else has done to you in the past. I've been trying to convince myself to 
like be a certain way because of what's happened in my past and I just can't do it. Like, I don't feel like we as a people should like like just your because past shouldn't define who you are rather it should just I guess what I'm trying to say is like you shouldn't let it control I mean, it's, it's literally the well, same thing we said. It, you shouldn't let it define who you are, but, I mean... You shouldn't let your past control your future actions. Correct. I mean, it's literally the same thing we said earlier when things will finally change with, like, men and women when men start being like, I'm a nice guy and this woman did this to me, so now I'm going to play these future women. Right. Or a woman being like, I'm a... I was loyal and down for him, but then he still cheated on me. So I'm gonna just play these niggas and get free meals or whatever it right. is and stuff like. But it's the cycle. It goes back to hurt people, hurt people, and because I was hurt in the past, then I'm gonna hurt people in the future. And you don't look at it like you're hurting someone innocent, which you really are hurting someone innocent. Like, what's his whoever mary has nothing to do with the woman who hurt you five years ago like she didn't have anything to do with that but now you're still so mad at dominia you're gonna go and hurt mary now and you don't look at it like that you still looking at mary you look at mary as like she's dominia like she's that same chick that hurt you five years ago well this is where that well and this is where taking time to fully get over something. Because I feel like if you try and rush into something right after you finish something else, I feel like it's almost like a definite that you're going to carry that hurt over. Word up. But if you give yourself time, and I feel like that's what people like. I feel like we as a people, we don't like to be alone. So we like find things and people and put them into our lives. Even though, I mean, that some of them can be toxic and we don't realize that because... We let our, like, not wanting to be alone. That void. You want to fill the void with something else. You want to fill the void with something else. But I feel like people are, like, scared. Like, it's okay to be, like, by yourself for a second and figure shit out. Oh, isolation was... And I call it isolation. I don't know if I should call it that. But that was one of the best things I ever done in my life, to be honest. Like, getting away, being by myself, not hearing all the voices from family members and friends back home telling me, you should be this. This is how you should do it. Not hearing all that, just being by myself was one of the best ways for me to grow up. Because it was just my voice and God's voice that I could finally hear. If you're, like, drinking or using, like, alcohol to cope with being alone it makes you feel like someone's there with you actually like if you just have alcohol you're not alone because it's like oh no like alcohol can fill that void or drugs or anything that's probably how people get addicted to it though like you trick yourself into thinking you're by yourself and i've probably done that before where i trick myself into thinking that i'm alone and no one's there which for reasons you said you get mad at me for but like you tell yourself you're by yourself i don't have anybody here like i'm all alone or whatever and i'm good at doing that and i never knew i was good at doing that until i got older or whatnot where you and those kind of things like those are the kind of thoughts you have in the back of your head that never really leave you just got to learn to grow up and how to um minimize those voices and how to deal with them and stuff like i kind of call it the the uh second fiddle voices it's like Growing up, when I would play basketball with friends and stuff, and I would go ahead and take myself out of the running because I just knew they wasn't going to pick me. Like, oh, they already got this person first. Like, It's like you can't fathom that someone would actually love you or like you, so you try to give yourself a way out 
and like well, that's not fair to yourself. Yeah, but that's what like people like me who people like me struggle with that kind of thing where you constantly have that voice in the back of your head telling you that you're not good enough or telling you that you don't really like they can't really love you like I can have 20 people showing me crazy love. 20 people it could be I could have the woman of my dreams telling me that she wants to be with me and I could trick myself into being like she doesn't really want you. She just she doesn't have anything else to do or the real guy she wants to be with isn't texting her back. So, or it could be with be someone saying, "Man, I really enjoy your podcast." I'm like, "But do they enjoy your podcast?" Like you always have that voice in the in your back that's of your head. Thinking this shit and you need to do a self-evaluation. And that's what I'm saying like those but that kind of voice with people like me never goes away. You just learn to not believe it. To you learn to um, understand that that's not your voice. Like, for some you just have a negative voice back there. And your voice, God's voice, the people who care about you, those are the real voices that matter, that understand. But people like me always are going to have those voices. Always have that voice in the back of your head telling you that whatever you did isn't good enough. Or that you can literally have people at work telling you, man, that presentation, that was a good presentation. I learned a lot from that. I never understood and you could be feeling love then, then you get home and somehow you're by yourself and you trick yourself into thinking like they probably really didn't enjoy the presentation. They was just being nice. Like people like me just have those. I had a conversation. Somebody wrote me on Instagram. Like that's why I've learned to be transparent and vulnerable because I know if I'm dealing with it, somebody else is dealing with it. And somebody wrote me on Instagram was like, how do you get rid of those negative thoughts? And I'm like. I don't think you can get rid of them. Like, you got to understand, you got to be self-aware. You have to understand what are the things that can make that voice louder than, than it needs to be. And so it could be, you really, you sit back and realize like, damn, every time I'm by myself and drinking, the voice gets louder. And then I really think that it's telling me the truth. Or mm -hmm. it could be... Whenever, like they say, the uh, idle mind's the devil's playground. So, or it could be whenever I'm by myself at home, not being productive, I hear that voice and it gets louder. It could be someone who smokes weed and they enjoy weed, but now when they smoke by themselves, they hear the voice or whatnot. So, I was like, you got to be self-aware and you got to, when are those times that the voice is the loudest? And You have to ask yourself those type of questions. And you have to be more <laughs> self-aware. And that just comes with... Like we said, with for me, it came with isolation. It came with just sitting back by myself, not hearing my mother's voice, my sister's voice, I feel like that's probably the only voice. way to do it. Because if you, by you separating yourself from everybody and mm -hmm. everything, to some people, it's like, oh, you're just depressed. It's like, no, I really need to just get away and think about what's best for me and, and figure yeah. out what works for me and not think about because I think what we do is we always jump to like like whoever you're close to so like your best friends or your sister or your brother or like somebody that you always confided in but it, and then it's always like oh well my friends always give great advice which they do um but it's a lot of things where you can't like sometimes you like and not doing it on purpose but sometimes you like take what people are saying and you you soak it in a lot more than you're intending to. And then you end up doing something that you are afraid to admit that, you know, I had to isolate myself Isolation in order to create, you know, a, 
a better mind because you you like because and the thing is is like you still got to go to work every day like you're still having some type of interaction Mm -hmm. let that be your interaction when you go home you know don't go out you know don't don't talk on the phone as much stay off of social media like take a social media so so for for me it comes in like stages like there was a, a stage in my life where being isolated was the best thing for me because isolation helped me to hear which voice is mine, which voice is God's. It helped me realize that my voice that in my head that I thought was mine was what my mother told me to do and believe in, what my sister told me to do, what my uncle told me to do, what my best friend told me to do was what the the commentator on SportsCenter told me how I'm supposed to think about LeBron James or whatever mm-hmm. bullshit. Like, it, none of the voices in my head was my voice. Like, it was my voice. My head was overcrowded with everybody else's voice. So, the first stage, when I first got to Florida, it was perfect. It was great for me because I didn't know hardly anybody. I spent a lot of time to myself those first three or four months. And it helped me to... I hated being by myself before. And it helped me to learn to enjoy being by myself. And I really... I Like, I love it. And then it got to the point where I had to sip. And it helped me to be more self-aware. Like, it helped me to understand why I do certain things, why I think certain ways, why I have this action when, why do I, why am I like this with women? Why am I like this with friends? Why do I get nervous to do this, but I'm not nervous to do that? Like it helped me become so much more self-aware. So isolation was great, but then it got to a point where don't be so isolated that you're not like for me I get my energy from interacting with other people though like I have to have that and I was so isolated that every weekend for a month straight two months straight I'm by myself like the entire week Friday I get off of work I'm so looking forward to being by myself that Friday I'll leave work 5 5 30 I'm by myself from 5 5 30 until Monday morning at 8 a.m. And I was doing that for I don't know how long then that's what I realized it put me in a darker place though and then it made me kind of enjoy that darker place where it made me feel like I'm um, I'm more productive in a dark place where it got me to a point where, yeah, I like sitting in the dark and drinking and listening to some sad ass music. Like I started doing that like as time went on, I was doing that more and more where I'm by myself for two and a half days straight. I'm just drinking, listening to music, not fucking with anybody. There would be people who would call me and be like, yo, we're going to go out Friday after work. And I legit didn't have anything to do. And I would make them an excuse to not go just so I could be by myself thinking that's what I needed. So then, like, isolation is good, but to a certain point. And that's where your self-awareness has to come in where you realize, oh, shit, like, this is really, like, creating something dark. And... I started having a view of just just my view of everything and everybody was dark like didn't wouldn't believe anybody like what they said and that's where where the isolation was too much where I actually started reverting back to my thinking of growing up that I was the second fiddle where I wouldn't believe anybody what they said if they if it was a girl that and it's weird because I mean I mean, I ain't trying to, like, brag or anything, but I would get a lot of girls back in the day. Like, I would get a lot of girls, but still, when a girl would actually legitimately like me, I would find a reason for there's no way she could like me. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I would find a reason for her not to like me, and I still struggle with that every once in a while, but that's, like, to me, that's that second fiddle thinking where, and that's where the self-awareness comes in, where you got to sit back and be like... 
why are you thinking like that? Like, there's like, why do you do that? So it's just weird. But like that kind of thinking, it doesn't. I don't think it ever goes away. You always have that voice back there that just tries to tell you something that you're not or whatever. And so you just got to be self-aware. You got to be self-aware and realize, like, that's not your voice, Will. That's the devil talking. That's whoever. That's whatever negative voice that you've created to have. And that's not you. That's not God or whatever. But, yeah, that voice, it don't go away. You just got to realize that, hey, this is the time you need to be around people. Or whatnot. So, and I still struggle with that to this day. But sometimes depressing ass music though is feels good. Look, R and B is the shit. Like depressing ass music. I'm 